Welcome to All Things Travel. Today, because for most of us, it's cold, blustery winter weather, we're headed to the islands to soak up the sun and tropical vibes. The Aloha Spirit has us discussing amazing things to plan on your next Oahu vacation. You're listening to All Things Travel, episode 31, original air date January 20th, 2021. Well, I don't know about you, Shane, but I am ready for some sun, some sand, and to hear some waves. I can't think of anything I would enjoy more than waves or sun and sand. It get, it, at least up in the Midwest here, it gets to this time of the year in January, and you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm ready to move on to <laughs> other things. And then you realize you still have about two months worth of this weather left, and so I am excited to be talking about one of my favorite places, um, Oahu, today. Admittedly, we had 70 degrees here in North Texas today, so I can't really complain too much about blusteriness or, or coldness, but um, we will get our wintry weather next week. So Oahu is the island with Honolulu, um, with Waikiki Beach. Uh, with Diamond Head, and there's a lot to offer here. And, and if you go back to episode three, yes, Shane, all the way back to episode three, which came out when? Was that July 15th? July 15th, 2020, 2020. which was the greatest our very ever. first day as a podcast. We were such young little podcasters back then. Such podcast whippersnappers. And so and so that's when we started our discussion of, of Oahu, but specifically Alani, which is Disney's um, resort and spa on in the Kolina area of Honolulu of, of Oahu. Sorry. So today we we had talked on that episode that we were gonna have another episode of Oahu. And you know, what about 30 episodes later? We're finally getting around to it, not because it's a, a minor topic, but because we've had so much fun talking about other things. But I'm ready to talk about Oahu today. Like like usual, I want you to stay around to the end of the show because we do have a great promotion that's going on right now that's going to save you money while visiting Oahu. And it's at our favorite resort on the island. And we'll talk about that at the end. So just a quick disclaimer before we start to talk about all these different activities and parts of Oahu. Um, we understand with COVID that things are changing and guidelines will change and regulations will change. So please make sure that you uh, get the most up-to-date information with your travel advisor or with your airlines or where you're staying to make sure that you know what you need as far as testing, um, what's open, what are the restrictions with decreased capacity at places that you want to visit. So some of the things that I'm going to talk about today may be a little different on your visit um, dependent on COVID. We just want to make sure that you, that you understand that you need to, to know those before your trip. We're going to talk about Oahu kind of going in a counterclockwise fashion. So we're going to talk about Honolulu. We're going to talk about the windward side of the island, the North Shore, the central, uh, central Oahu, and then the leeward side was mostly covered in episode three. So again, we won't talk much about that, but go back and take a listen to that episode. But we're going to start right at the airport in Honolulu, because that's where you're going to be coming into. 
Um, and do remember that for most of you coming from the United States, it's going to be a long, long flight. Um, and the time zones will be much different. And so you want to have, I would say you want to have those first couple steps of your trip planned out. Do I know where I'm getting my rental car? Do I know how to get places? Because I don't know if you remember, Shane, from the episode three that we talked about. Remember, the traffic in Honolulu is a bit uh, nutty. Oh, yeah, I definitely remember that. And so if you hit that at the wrong time, specifically rush hour times, um, you know, the traffic is is hard to deal with. So you want to be prepared for that. And so you know where your rental car is. You know that you're getting places. You don't want that to kind of slap you in the face when you first get to, to Hawaii. Honolulu, if you kind of think of of Oahu as, I, I almost kind of think of it as a kidney bean on its side, <laughs> where the, the little indentation is Pearl Harbor at the bottom. Um, it's not exactly that shape, but that's how, that's how I kind of think about it. And so, and so Honolulu and the airport are at the bottom on the right-hand side. And so we're going to start there, and we're going to work our way counterclockwise around the island. So Honolulu is, is very much a city. You know, anything that you would have in a major city, wherever you are, you're going to have in Honolulu. So it's got, it's going to have that different feel. It's not going to have the, the relaxation Hawaiian feel that you're envisioning right now. It's more, much more of a city, but there's definitely some great things to see here. Um, the Iolana, uh, let me say that again, the Iolani Palace, um, there's several museums with uh, Hawaiian uh, art, Hawaiian history. The Punchbowl National Cemetery is amazing to see. Ala Moana Shopping Center, which is one of the largest outdoor shopping centers in the world, is all right there in Honolulu. So even if you're going to spend the rest of your vacation kind of relaxing with that on the beach and hiking and things like that, I would recommend spending at least a day in Honolulu where you're checking all that stuff out. So a lot of more cosmopolitan type fun and, yes. and entertainment. Yeah. Absolutely. With the exception, of course, of Waikiki Beach, which, you know, if, if you watch Hawaii Five-0 or, you know, you, you think of those of those high rises over the over the beach, it's very much that way. Waikiki Beach is the hustle and the bustle. Um, you know, so if you kind of like that, I want to lay on the beach during the day, but I want to be close to the clubs, close to the restaurants, you know, kind of action in the evening. Waikiki Beach is going to be where you you want to be. Absolutely. Cool. Not where I want to be when I go to Hawaii, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to see. It's fun to spend some time there. Maybe go to go to a restaurant, you know, that you want to try. Take a walk down the down Waikiki Beach just to kind of soak it in. And then I prefer to get someplace a little more relaxing. And we'll talk about some of those places today. Sounds good. So heading counterclockwise, then making our way up um, the windward side or the eastern side of the island is basically the coastal road from Honolulu to Kailua. And this is where there's going to be lots of picture-perfect spots, lots of little pull-offs, um, and they actually have them built into the roads, places you can pull off and, and overlooks with beaches or, or things to, to take pictures of. It's really pretty. One of the first things you're going to hit here is Diamond Head, which Diamond Head is the large... Um, outcropping the large mountain hill kind of thing that you see on the edge of Waikiki. And this is a place where you can stop 
you can hike up. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's a very much a tourist attraction. I would say it's somewhat strenuous, but very doable. Go early one because of the traffic in Honolulu, but then also the crowds, um, the crowds do grow over the course of the day. I would say my wife and I, oh, when we went to Diamond Head, we hit it at about the wrong time. We left our hotel way too late and got caught in that morning rush hour. So, you know, I would, I would recommend if you're staying over in Honolulu and then trying other parts of the island, you definitely do this at that time, or you hit it at the time where you're not going to have that morning rush hour. Go really early in the morning um, or even in the evening then. And so, so, but that's definitely something you're going to see because you get up to the top, Shane, and you can just overlook everything. You overlook uh, Waikiki and Honolulu. You overlook the ocean. It's just, it's an amazing place to see. Sounds gorgeous. The, the route to Kailua is definitely busier because of all these places to stop and, and things that people are seeing. It's a relaxing drive. It's not, a, it's not the hustle and bustle of city driving at all. So you're going to see things like the Halona blowhole. And, and again, I apologize for my pronunciation of some of these uh, Hawaiian words. The Hanama Bay and Nature Preserve, where you can do things like snorkeling or explore the reefs, um, kind of all along there where you're driving along and you can pull off and try different things. And then one of the places you're going to hit before you get to Kailua is the Sea Life Park. And this is your more traditional um ocean adventure with dolphin, uh, dolphin swims, wildlife shows, kind of as that interaction kind of sea world, um, even though it's not oh. to that level, but it's kind of that, uh, that got, got those types of activities. Um, I know the next time we go with my kids, my, my daughter has said specifically that she wants to go here and swim with the dolphins. Fun. Um, and sure. so we'll make a day of it where we kind of go up this side of the island and stop. And, and again, th these places are all kind of they're close enough together so that you can kind of um, just kind of meander your way, if you will. And so then you you're don't have to hit... get in, you don't have to get in a rush to make your no, way around. No. no, so so to give you a for instance, my wife and I were staying in Colina, which is on the complete opposite side of the southern part of the island. Um, we got up. I want to say we left. Um, our hotel, probably about 6 a.m., made our way to Diamond Head. Um, and again, it took a little longer because we hit that rush hour traffic um, right about right about city time. And hiked up Diamond Head, made our way up to Kailua for lunch, made our way up to the Valley of the Temples that I'm going to talk about, drove back along H3, back through Honolulu, over to Koalina, and we were back by mid-afternoon. Oh, wow. Okay. So really so, I mean, close was, proximity. It, it, it was a day, but it was not a, it was not a rush day. I mean, we, when we were in Kailua, we stopped, we found a place for lunch, we walked around, we did some shopping. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it, there's no place that's far. Um, now, what I will say is, you know, I, I lived in Vermont for several years. And so when you would look at the mileage, places didn't look like it was far, but it would always take longer because the roads are turny and you're slowing down. That's kind of how Hawaii is. You know, you're there, you're, there'll be some times when you're on the highway, but a lot of times you're going to be twisting and turning and, you know, going slow because you want to see the, the places and things like that. So, so what are those? Grace at Island Time. 
I'm one of those drives where you have to really concentrate on the road instead of <laughs> the scenery, I assume. Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. So, you know, you make your way up that um, you make your way up that windward coast and you get to Kailua and it's really just a classic beach town. It's got a laid back feel. Um, there's there's a lot of little restaurants, a lot of little shops, some nice beaches there. So it's definitely a place you want to turn, you know, kind of like I said, it, it's a good kind of stopping point for lunch and some souvenir shopping and things like that. And then the next place you get to going going north of Kailua, I think was one of our coolest finds on our first trip to Oahu. Um, and this is the Valley of the Temples. They have a cemetery with Biodo Inn, which is a replica of an of a 950-year-old Buddhist temple in Japan. And if you were I don't know if you ever watched the TV show Lost, Shane. Yes, loved that show. So there were several scenes with this temple in it because obviously they did a lot of the mm-hmm. the filming in Hawaii, and so some of the some of the scenes I, I think when they were in South Korea, um, you know, in the temple setting that that was this temple, and it's just oh, wow. it's gorgeous. I mean, it's just one of those things where you you drive now you have to know it's there. I mean, you're not going to see it from the the road necessarily. You drive into the cemetery. And it's just, it's just breathtaking. You know, you just stop and you, you spend some time there and it's, it's peaceful and it's just, it's a really cool find. You know, it's one of those things where when I, when I work with folks planning Hawaiian trips or I talk to people at our trip and I talk about going to this temple, they just kind of like, I never expected to see that in Hawaii. And it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. I've never heard of it. How, yeah. how, so how far off of the, I guess the main beaten path is it? I, I would say, you know, and again, I'm going off of memory here. I want to say it was only about 20 minutes north of Kailua and it's not off the beaten path. It's, it's, you just have to know when to turn off right. to go okay. to the cemetery. Um, and that, and that's one thing that I would say, you know, kind of talking about this, this loop that we're going to make here. Um, while you can certainly use maps, um, I would recommend GPS on your phone because the the addresses are quite unique in Hawaii. Um, and so so you it's going to be harder if you're not used to it to, to go off of those direct addresses. So I, I would suggest using your your the GPS on your phone or the map function on your phone. Is it a so street names with, from Hawaiian language street names? Yeah so so yeah so that hard would to remember. Be, there, yeah so so there there would definitely be the the Hawaiian um you, you know, the, the Hawaiian wording there, which I find a little challenging, you know, so you're going to have stuff like, um, you know, 46 336 uh, haiku road. So there's just, oh, wow. there's a little bit more numbering to it okay. a little more. And so, and so you just have to be a little, a little careful with that, I guess sure. I would say. Now, I am going to recommend a book here at the end of the show that I think everyone should get when they go to Oahu. And this is certainly helpful, but I found that you needed to have both the, the map app and, and the book at, at your disposal. Um, and then I would say from there, from, from just south of the Valley of the Temple, so you're going back a little bit to the, to the highway exchange. If you're going back to Honolulu, I would highly, highly, highly recommend taking H3 back you are going to go through some of the most magnificent. And I think this road has actually been voted one of the most beautiful roads in the United States. Um, This section of road, you are on this elevated highway over the Valley and it's just this lush, lush green. And then at one part you're going through the, through the tunnel, 
in a mountain and you know you come out on the other side and it's like a completely different vantage point and so if the you know, you go in and it's shaded and then it's completely sunny or it was completely sunny. And then you go through and it's raining, you know, so it's just, it's just a magnificent drive back to, uh, back to Honolulu. Oh, wow. Sounds gorgeous. But let's, instead of doing that, let's continue counterclockwise up from uh, Kailua and the Valley of the Temples to the North Shore, which I think is one of my favorite places on Oahu. And this is surfing, surfing, surfing capital of, of Hawaii, if not the world. Did you hit any of those big waves yourself, right? <laughs> I, I did not, but I watched a lot of people. And, and one thing I one thing I wrote in the notes here is the North Shore is not where you're going to learn to surf. You're no, going to learn to surf on the beaches of Waikiki, or you're going to do, you know, some sort of body surfing. Mm-hmm. The North Shore is for people who really know how to surf. And, and in fact, you know, um, in the wintertime, the population of the North Shore actually doubles because December is peak surfing time. Oh, um, cool. And so that's where you go. And, I, and the, the times that I've been to Oahu, it's fun just to drive up there, um, especially in the weekends. And just kind of check out the different beaches and you'll see, you know, you'll see people surfing and you go watch them for a while. Then you drive up and check out another beach. And yeah, it's sometimes. it's just a really cool, it's a really cool laid back place. Before we get to the surfing area proper, as we're making our way north, um, still kind of on the, on the, um, on the windward side, we're going to hit uh, uh, Kualoa ranch and private and private nature preserve and this is a a tourist hot spot and there are anything from atv trips to um secret beach trips to uh actually movie locations so jurassic park lost hawaii 5-0 some of those places some of those shows were um filmed here and so they actually have locations and different things like that so in Jurassic Park in the very first one, that big expansive plains where they watched mm-hmm. the, the dinosaurs run across was done at this ranch here. And wow. so they have different tours. I think they even do your favorite. I think they do zip lining, um, different things like that here. So this is definitely, if you're on that side of the island and you want to do some tourist stuff, this is, this is where it's at. And then as you're heading north, probably the last place you're going to hit till you get the northern tip is the Polynesian Cultural Center. And this is kind of like, I've kind of heard it described as the Epcot of the Polynesian cultures. So it's kind okay. of like you, there's these different areas, kind of each Polynesian culture has their different area in the cultural center. And so you kind of go and spend time with the uh, Tonga group, and then you go and spend time with the Hawaiian group, and then you go spend time with the Maori group. And you kind of learn about each of their specific cultures, their, you know, their, their folklore, what's important to that group. And so you learn about each of these um, Polynesian cultures. And then in the evening, it has one of the most, um, the most coveted uh, luau's on the island. Sounds fun. The only thing I would say about going to the to the P- PCC or the Polynesian Cultural Center for the luau is you do want to remember that you are, unless you're staying up in the North Shore, you're pretty far from where you're staying. Um, even if you're staying down in Kailua, you know, it's it's going to be a decent drive um, back south after after that show. So just something to keep in mind. 
And is the the Polynesian Cultural Center, is that something you would do in a day or that you would need a few days for? No, no, I think that that's certainly something you could do in a day. In a day. I don't know, you would not do everything that I've talked about so far in one day. Gotcha. But you could certainly do that in a day. And then we're at the northern tip of the island. Um, so we're kind of heading back down now counterclockwise. And at the very northern tip of the island, a place that you might have heard about is the Turtle Bay Resort. And again, this has made, been made famous in movies. Um, and, and so a, a real nice place to stay if you kind of want to be out of the way of the hustle and bustle of Waikiki or go to Waikiki for a few days and then spend a few days at a place like Turtle Bay. So quiet, out of the way. Yeah. Not a lot of, okay. A big attraction then as we move our way down the island, um, going counterclockwise, is Waimea Valley. And one of the things that's a big attraction here is they have a huge botanical garden. And on my last trip, when we took my parents, um, we actually spent some time here and you can walk through and there's different trails with the botanical gardens. And I don't know about you, Shane, but being a guy from Indiana, I don't see the type of foliage and the, <laughs> the, the landscape that I see in Hawaii. I mean, that's, that's the thing that I take away from going to Hawaii is it's just, it's a jaw dropping thing, you know, just because everything looks so different. And so you're going to take time to, to literally smell the flowers. You're going to take pictures. You're going to check everything out. And one of the things that you can do, and I, I highly recommend this is, Further back uh, uh, along the trails, you can actually get in one of the waterfalls, and and you do have to wear a life jacket. Um, this is a tourist location, so they're a little more structured with their rules and regulations. Um, but you can get in, you can you can swim around the waterfalls. This is a great place for pictures and just to kind of kind of soak that Hawaiian culture in. And is this uh, a bit of a hike ticket? Yeah, falls. I would say, I would, I want to say the last time we went, it was about a 20 minute hike to get back okay. there. But again, it's, you, you're kind of, it's not hard. It's not, a, it's not a strenuous hike. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's a pleasant hike because you're in the botanical gardens while you're doing it. And one of the things that you can do is if you want to just go back to the waterfalls, you can, um, the, there is a tram service that takes you oh, there wow. and back. And then outside of, of the Waimea Valley is Waimea Bay. And I would say if you're looking for kind of a large beach to hang out on, this would be one of the largest beaches on the North Shore. Um, It's a huge bay, large, expansive beach, uh, but you're still going to have those strong waves. You're still going to get that that kind of sense of of the North Shore. I would say this is one of the more manicured beaches, too. Some of these beaches uh, along the North Shore are a little rugged, rocky. Um, Mm. You're definitely going to want to have water shoes when you go up to this area of Hawaii. And I would say Hawaii in general, unless you're in Waikiki, you're going to want to have water shoes. Um, But but this would certainly be a a place to stop, kind of check it out. And then also up here, you know, me being a foodie, I got to do a plug for this. Ted's Bakery is kind of a cult favorite when it comes to uh, chocolate haupia pie or chocolate coconut pie. And the first time I went to Hawaii, I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. You know, it's a place that everybody says to stop. The second time we went, we stopped. Oh, man, I'm glad we stopped. So tell me about so this good. pie. It was so good. So it is. Have you had chocolate cream pie before? Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's yeah. chocolate cream pie with with a coconut flavor. It's also got kind Ooh. of a coconut cream in it. It's just really, really good. Yeah, I was looking at some at some pictures. It looks like there's a nice, maybe a banana cream pie. Yeah, yeah. And I would say, you know, when, when we went to Hawaii the first time, I like coconut, but to me, coconut is kind of the flaked coconut, you know, stuff. Right, right. And that's not how it's used in Hawaii at all. So oftentimes when I think of coconut, I think of like the shredded coconut. And that's mm. not how this is in Hawaii at all. It's it's cream or it's it's kind of a custard. It's so good. I mean, it's just, it's so good. And this pie, it just, it's worth the stop. Even if there's a line and there probably will be a line, just it is, it is, it is it really happen. worth the stop. Yep. Make it happen. <laughs> um, absolutely. Absolutely. And then, like I said, there's a lot of little beaches along the way here to stop, watch surfing. This is a great place uh, along this stretch of, of the North Shore, kind of known as the Bonsai Pipeline here, mm-hmm. um, where you can stop and have have a snack, have a picnic, just kind of relax. Um, yeah, it, it's a great area. And then you get to Haliva. And Haliva is the largest town in the North Shore. Lots of little shops. Um, it's also known for shrimp trucks. And it's also known for Matsumoto's shave ice. Uh, Matsumoto's has a large following, which unfortunately means when you go there, it also has a long line. Um, <laughs> I would say, you know what, there's other shave ice places in Haliva. And I, I may lose my, my Hawaiian tourist card for saying this. They're, 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 they're mighty fine. You, you don't have to worry if you don't want to, if you don't want to have the, the, the Matsumoto t-shirt that goes along with your shave ice, you, you can find you can shave ice other places. Fine. Just as good as, okay. But yeah. not the same with Ted's bakery, Ted's bakery. No, no, God. no. And where I will fight you is when it comes to the shrimp trucks. So my shrimp truck of choice is Giovanni's. Okay. So what is a shrimp truck? Oh, I don't think okay. I've heard of a shrimp truck. So in Hawaii, there's this, there's what's called this plate lunch culture, where it's kind of a scoop of rice, a scoop of macaroni and cheese, uh, or not macaroni, macaroni salad, mm-hmm. and some sort of protein, usually like hamburger or different things like this, kind of mix, all mixed together. Well, they do a version of that with the shrimp trucks. And so these are food trucks. My favorite is Giovanni's. And so, and when you go here, it's, I always get the shrimp scampi. And this is a dozen shrimp marinated in olive oil, garlic, lemon butter, and it's served on two scoops of rice. And um, it also has a garlic lemon butter kind of drizzled over top with caramelized chunks of garlic. And then I also get this, um, I always get a scoop of the macaroni salad, which is unbelievable. And I always get hot sauce on the side. And I remember taking my dad and he's like, oh, I don't know. That seems like a lot of food. I may, maybe, maybe we should share it. Well, first of all, <laughs> Ryan doesn't share food. And, so, <laughs> and second of all, I knew what this plate of food was going to be like. And so so I had a plate and then he, him and my son shared a plate and he was blown away. It's just the, oh man, just this garlic butter bomb in your mouth. Sounds delicious. I, oh, it is. It is unbelievably good. I and, mean. It, and it's it, a shrimp truck. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. Go I was ahead. just going to say, I, I would, 
I would not drive there every day, but I would drive there every day. And Giovanni's has a cool thing where people write their names on the truck. So, you know, I, I've got a place where I've written my name. So the next time I go back, I can circle it or point it out or cool. or things like that. And and it's just and it's it's the epitome for me of the of the Iowan culture. It's laid back. Um it's it's good food, it's good hospitality. It's just it, it's a way to celebrate that gosh darn it, I'm in Hawaii and I'm eating this awesome shrimp and it's just right. it's it's a flavor bomb and it's so good. And so a food truck, is it always in the same spot or do you, yes. is there a schedule yeah. of where it's gonna be? Okay. So yeah, so so, cool. so they have they have several trucks, but there's always one truck that's outside of Haliva. So you always know where that one's going to be. And there are several other shrimp trucks. Um, and in this particular spot, I think there was about four or five different food trucks. So one time when we were there, my wife got tacos at the Mexican restaurant. Another time she, she was up with my daughter and mom um, at a restaurant because she, she's actually allergic to shellfish. So this oh, no. is something, this, this is a religious experience that I have on my own. Oh wow! You know, and and I always say that I'm not a foodie, but um, here here I am obsessed with with this shrimp truck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yes, we need to make this trip. I mean, I would, I would go, I would travel to Hawaii for the shrimp truck, the the chocolate halpia pie, and the malasadas. I'm going to talk about later, and and, 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 the, and the and the and the masubis. And you if have I said could, if I could have those four things, I would get on a plane and go right now. Well, and you have said that you will plan a vacation around a single meal. So I, I, I believe I it. Will. So that's the North Shore, Shane. It's a really cool place. No matter where you're staying um, on the island of Oahu, you're going to want to take some time to check it out. Um, we usually go when we are in Hawaii. We'll be there for about eight days. Um, and and we will go to the North Shore probably two of those days, not necessarily full days, um, but, you know, for, for three quarters of a day, you know, we'll go up, we'll do the shrimp truck, we'll do the shops, then mm-hmm. another day we'll go check out Waimea Valley or we'll go hang out at some beaches. Um, again, nothing's far. Um, you, right. you can cer- certainly make day trips out of most anything. And so, so someone that maybe is doing their one trip to Hawaii, would they, would they need to spend a day, two days at North shore? I would say, you know, if, if it depends, you know, if you're going to be Island hopping, which is not something we're talking about on this episode, mm-hmm. you know, you may want to, you, yeah. And so, and so if you're going to be in Oahu, I really try, and, and this was going to be a, a, a pointer later is really trying to find a balance between relaxation and visiting these places that I'm talking about. Do not, do not feel like you have to fill up an itinerary with every day we're going and doing something, or you will completely miss the whole dang idea. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not just a lot of spots enjoying wherever you are, but just kind of missing the concept of Hawaii in general. Absolutely. You know, I would say, I would say out of everything that we've talked about from the times that I've been there, I would say you're talking probably about four days of your trip to hit all of this, which I wouldn't even recommend doing all of this on your trip. Um, You know, the rest of the time you want to relax, you want to spend time at, at your resort, time at the beach, you know, time, time. And, and, and so make sure you have that time built in. Gotcha. 
Good advice. Because one of the things we haven't talked about is the time change. You, you, ah, if, if you're coming leg. from, if you're coming from the, from the, you know, Eastern side of the United States, it's, it's a pretty substantial time change. And so it will take you a while to kind of figure that out. And so you are going to be tired earlier in the morning or earlier in the evening, you will be waking up earlier, which makes for some fantastic mornings, you know, walking on the beach by yourself and, and getting some, some pictures mm-hmm. and whatnot, but your your body isn't gonna isn't gonna be acting on the same clock as you would at home necessarily. I think you mentioned this on our Aulani episode is to not plan your luau night your first night. Yeah, to give yourself some yeah. time to adjust. Yeah, and same type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so a couple things then that that takes us through the North Shore. A couple things in Central Oahu that I want to talk about. Um, the first is the Dole Plantation. And this is if you're driving from Honolulu to Haleva, um, you're gonna you're gonna drive past this, and it's it's a very big tourist destination. Emphasis on the word tourist. Um, anything you want that's made or looks like a pineapple or has a pineapple picture will be there. So how much it's do you my, like? How much do you like the Dole Plantation, Ryan? It, not at all. Um, it's not my thing. Because it, it just occurred to me when I was looking at the notes that is what is the connection between your love of the Dole Whip and then the Dole Plantation and Dole Hawaii? Is there a connection there? Now they do have Dole Whips at the Dole Plantation, and I will tell you they are oh. very very tasty. But that for me personally, that would be the only reason to go. Now they do have gardens; gotcha. they have different activities. If I had really small kids, I think they would love this place. And it's I guess, just not my thing. And you can get pineapple anywhere, right? You don't have to go to the plantation to get all the pineapple yes, you want. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Cool. Absolutely. So the next thing is the Aloha Stadium swap meet. And this is at the Aloha, you know, the University of uh, Hawaii football stadium. And they actually on Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays, they have a swap meet. And it's kind of flea market souvenir-esque. But you can also get some really nice things here. So if you're in if you're in Honolulu during that time, it's it's worth your it's worth your time to check out. Um, you, you can really get some bargain uh, souvenirs here if if you're kind of a bargain hunter, if you will. Do they encourage bargaining yeah. and bartering? Yeah, there? cool. Absolutely, fun. absolutely. That's part of the fun. And then what most people think of when they think of Central Oahu as far as a tourist attraction is Pearl Harbor. I've been to Pearl Harbor once and I would say it was, I, I went there mostly because we were traveling with my parents and I felt like it was important for them. Um, you know, it, it, and, and, and not that it wasn't important for me, but I think they, they felt the weight more than I did. And I'm really glad I went. Um, it was an important place to, to see, um, the museum there is, is wonderful. Um, the, the different sites there are really interesting. It, I, I'm really glad I went. And, and especially because you get the tickets through the National Park Service. And again, check when you go, because right now it's seven days in advance. When I went about a year and a half ago, I believe it was 60 days in advance. So oh, wow. you really want to, so they've changed it Plan a bit ahead. because of the, because of the capacity issues. Sure. So make sure you check this out well in advance of your trip. And you can do that on the national park site. Um, just type in, you know, national park service, Pearl Harbor. They'll have all that there. And these tickets are free, but they're first come first serve. 
And so you'll actually choose a time that you come and visit and they will, uh, they'll email you a ticket that you take with you. Um, now, Shane, there is a $1 processing fee. Okay. Not too bad. <laughs> if, if you've so, made it to no, Hawaii, that shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so that gets you into several museum sites. It gets you on the boat tour out to the USS Arizona Memorial. Um, but there are several other kind of um, VIP tours or other sites that you can pay for. Um, so, so, you know, th- that part is free. And for me, it, that was enough. If you are mm-hmm. a World War II buff, if you have someone in your family that is connected to World War II, my guess is you're going to be wanting to go to those other places and sure. they're all top notch. Um, for me, a half day at Pearl Harbor, I can get everything done. No problem for others. I would say it could definitely be a, a full day experience. Sounds good. And then we're over on the leeward coast. We're on the western side of the island, if you will. And again, we won't. I won't talk much about this area. So go back and listen to episode three, where I talk about Koalina, which is my favorite part of to stay in Oahu. Um, it's a resort community with man-made lagoons. It's where Alauni is. It's where um, there's a Four Seasons there. There's a Marriott there. There, there's. It's kind of a resort area with golf. Um, the one thing I do want to talk about with the Leeward Coast is Kapolei. And Kapolei is a really nice shopping area. Um, and it's it's kind of equidistance between Koalina and Honolulu. So it's, it's kind of a good stop. And one of the things here, and, and this isn't a secret, um, but Leonard's Bakery, which is a, a well-known Honolulu bakery, has a food truck here in the okay. Home Depot parking lot. And what they are known for is malasadas. And do you remember from episode three what malasadas are, Shane? I think I'm going to need you to tell us again. They are a Portuguese version of donuts. And they are fried. They're fresh. Um, So when I order the malasadas, I have to wait for them to make the malasadas. And they are either sugared or they are stuffed. Or they are sugared and stuffed. So you can get them with powdered sugar. You can get them with Li Hing uh, powder, which is kind of a black licorice kind of a powder, or you can get them stuffed with vanilla custard, chocolate cover, or chocolate custard, coconut custard. They are amazing. They are absolutely amazing. And they're in the Home Depot parking lot. Because yeah, I'm not, the Home Depot parking lot. I don't think Home Depot when I think Hawaii. So that, no, that is good and, to know. But 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 it is, and it's one of those things where you know everybody knows about it, but it's it's also you know you want to you don't have to go to the downtown the Honolulu Leonard's to get malasadas. Now that's all right. they have at the food truck. But if that's what you want, it, it's right there. And, and and on our way to the resort. Before we've even checked into the resort, sometimes we've picked those up. Um, the day that we went over to High Diamond Head, we needed a little more energy, so we stopped and picked, picked up, those picked up. Them up. Um, oh man, they are good. They are absolutely good. So, and then the the, so the if ones, that's what you want, if that if the malasadas are what you yeah. want, but it sounds like the malasadas are what you want. So they are what you truck, want. Right. Yep. And and I remember our first time flying back from Hawaii. The guy in front of me went into the plane and he handed the flight attendants a box of Leonard's Malasadas. And you Ooh. can tell because it's a bright pink box. And he just said, I want to thank you for, uh, you know, 
helping us with our flight tonight. And, you know, and I just wanted to say thank you. And I turned back to my wife and I'm like, gosh, darn it, that guy's going to get all the free drinks he wants on this flight. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> That'll be something great. To, that'll make your trip back, that long flight back, That's, a lot more comfortable if you bring, bring the flight absolutely. crew back. Yes. No, uh, you, you see that pink box everywhere and, and, and boy, they are so, so good. And then I would say, you know, again, just to, just to throw out a food that I like is, is the masubi. And the masubi is kind of a Hawaiian snack. And it is, um, it's kind of like a large piece of sushi roll. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sushi rice with a piece of, um, of spam, often like teriyaki flavored spam, okay. and then wrapped with nori or seaweed. And you just take it and it's just a, it's just kind of like a little bite, a little snack. And it's not necessarily something that I would have when I'm home, even though I made them last weekend. Um, <laughs> but in Hawaii, it just, it just tastes good. And, and they're everywhere. They're everywhere from, from nice restaurants to gas stations to, to everywhere you go. And it's just, it's just something very Hawaiian. Do you hear that folks? Spam in the nice restaurants. Spam so, in the nice yeah, so restaurants. Don't, don't be so hard on spam. So what do you think, Shane? What parts of this tour that we had of Oahu today sound the most appealing to you? Oh wow, where to even begin with that? Because the I do like I do like a nice scenic drive. So that H three through the middle of the island sounds uh-huh. good. Um, I love the beach. So any of those, you know, like the North Shore. I, also, I've never been surfing, but it, it is fun to watch any surfing. Yeah. And I can yeah. only imagine that that's another level at the right. North Shore. Um, and one thing I didn't mention that you would be interested in, and I've certainly done some of these is there's a lot of little hikes. So, so on the, on the, um, you know, on that road up to Kailua, there's a lot of places you can pull off and do, you know, a mile or so out to the edge of the, uh, you know, to, to see the ocean and stuff like that. So there's a lot of little hikes and a lot of bigger hikes too. I think that's something I've never, I've never heard mention of camping in Hawaii. Are, yeah. are there any like campsites, uh, like backpacking? I am. I don't know about backpacking necessarily, but there would be a lot of, a lot of day hiking. Um, okay. you know, you, if, yeah, if you, yeah, that, that's, that's how, how I would manage it anyway. Uh, yeah. So I, I would definitely be interested in that. And then, you know, definitely that shrimp truck and, uh, a malasada. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Hey, if you, are looking for a resource that I highly recommend for for taking this trip, a book that I have used multiple times. And and like I said, I'm uh, before I'm old school. I like to actually have a, a book in front of me. But I know you can get a, an app version of this too. Is Oahu Revealed? And there's the Revealed series um, for each of the islands. But I have found the Oahu Revealed book particularly. Um, helpful. It has all of these major things that we've talked about today and a ton of minor things, you know, these small little hikes, these small beaches that you wouldn't necessarily know about unless you were there. Um, so, so you're going to want to check that out. And we will have that in the, in the show notes as well so that you can go and check that out. We will also have a link to um, episode number three. So if you want to go back and hear about Colina and Alani, um, you could do so. Yeah, it looks like that book is between fifteen and eighteen dollars. Yeah, probably yeah. well worth it. And, and 
and you will find it everywhere on the island as well. But I would recommend getting it beforehand so you can kind of map some stuff out. Bookmark some pages. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, I talked about at the beginning of the show that there is a current promotion going on at one of our favorite resorts on Oahu. And Shane, why don't you tell us about that? Sure. At the Aulani Resort, you can save up to 30% on select rooms for stays of five consecutive nights. And this is valid from January 4th, 2021 through March 11th of 2021. Uh, You can book that through March 7th of 2021. Early spring is a great time to go get to Hawaii. So, you know, if you're more comfortable with visiting there now, let's jump on this promotion. And we would love to help you plan your next amazing vacation. If you're ready, just reach out to us at vacationplanning at allthingstravelshow.com. And remember, our job is to make you a vacation planning superhero. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you can join us next time on All Things Travel. And remember, never stop exploring. So a lot of more cosmopolitan, cosmo... Hey, Mr. DJ, turn the record on. (laughs) God, that's recorded.